Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to From Beneath the Hollywood Sign. If you love old movies, Hollywood history, or the golden age of filmmaking, you've come to the right place. This is the podcast that talks about amazing stories of Tinseltown from another era and fascinating conversations with writer-producer Steve Kubine and actress-writer Nan McNamara. So, Steve, did Ava Gardner and Howard Hughes have a good relationship? Well, they did until he dislocated her jaw. What? Well, don't worry. She hit him back with an ashtray. From Beneath the Hollywood Sign is the gin joint for you. Welcome everyone to the Film Vault. That is Anderson. I'm Brian Bishop, we're your host for today. We've got some exciting movies to bring up. We're going to line up on all three films. How about that? Yeah, we, we learned that last week and we were both uh, thrilled. We, we left here, I left here on my tippy toes, That's so right. excited I at the prospect. I out of here. Head count was assigned to us. Uh-huh. Uh, linoleum was was a, a soft assignment. Soft assignment. Yeah, try yes. shadow assignment uh, to me, and of course, Joyride uh, will be talked about by us. Yeah, quite a mix of movies in there. Right. And then guess what? Next week, thanks to Ryan Regenball. Hope I'm saying that right. Regenball, Regenball. I'll be watching Stalker. Enjoy that, oh, Brian. I already started watching. Enjoy Stalker, it's, uh, Brian. It's it's um. It's an uphill, uphill, uphill climb. The notes are funny. I can tell you that. The notes that I took are funny. Uh, Ryan, we will be talking about your pick very soon. <laughs> and uh, Stalker might be a movie that uh, has legs on this year program. It might come up for years to come. So far, not much has happened for me. <laughs> Stalker. All right. Hey, hey. Let's, let's not talk about this. I want Josh Butler and Headcount. Yeah, Josh Butler, Headcount this week. Uh, that's going to be a fun one to talk about. Uh, I uh, A lot to like there. I enjoyed, I always enjoy my, my conversations with Josh, who assigned it to us, and we got to t- uh, catch up and, and figure out why uh, he wanted us to, to see that and what it, it made him like it. And uh, we'll talk about what we liked and what we didn't like about the old uh, Headcount, which is, I think, kind of a forgotten movie or lost movie. It's from a couple years I'd ago. I'd never heard of it. And uh, what it's worth. I want to get to a couple things, but Avery, how you doing, buddy? Uh, You're doing great. Everything's good. Sold out comedy confessional, baby. Fantastic. Hey. You, so that nice happened a couple show. of nights ago. Yeah, yeah, it happened uh, last Friday. It's a great right. show. First it's, Friday of the month. You guys should be doing arenas. I'm telling you, you guys, you guys should do it in the round. In we're, the round, we're, we're building to it. Yeah, like I'm thinking crypto, working our way up. It's a great show. The it demand really, is there. It people, really is. People are liking it. It's a very, it's a very, very good show. A lot uh, of poop, a lot of sex. No, what? <laughs> that's, that's what people confess. Mm, really? Yeah, it's weird. People, people, you know that people default to what's a crazy story? Poop or sex? Mm-hmm. The show I went to, there's people no, there's no poop. A lot of sex talk. A lot of no sex. Uh, I yeah, a lot of chatter this week, Brian. A lot of chatter uh, before we get to fan flick show. Uh, a lot of people out there, and I got multiple emails uh, saying, "Hey, you know what? Uh, they're kind of being dicks over on Reddit and on the Patreon page okay. and on the Facebook page." Oh, the film vault fans, the listeners, Brian. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, they're a passionate bunch. And, Actually, uh, in this case, might not be fans. <laughs> I think they are, and I think there's. I think there's a little bit of this. I think there's like people that listen and they're like, "I could do a better job than these two idiots." 
Sure. That's, that's, that's half of podcast yeah. listenership. It's also accurate. I had an idea like, hey, you think you could do a better job? Send us three minutes of you guys talking. Hop in. I, and then I realized, no, they, then they have full control. Yeah. They can eat them. And they could actually be better. <laughs> yeah. If they're good readers and they can like, pretend like they're not reading, like that could be a problem. Yeah. So that, that might backfire badly. What if they can do an impression of you or me? Ooh. That'd be excellent. It just feels just plain. Anyone with a gag ball can do you. It's rice, first of all. Very mean. I, <laughs> I have not uh, I have not uh, had a problem since I cleared that rice. Mm-hmm. You the cleared the rice? rice? Yeah, I went away. I don't have a nasally drone. Oh, my nasally drone. Christy Stryker from the menu? That's right. She just donkey punched me. Hey, me talking about uh, the Stanley documentary last week, uh, uh, as well as I was playing on a linoleum, we'll be talking about this, that this week. In lieu of watching uh, an old man crawl around a jungle looking for gold, I'm fine for with that. $400 million? I'm fine with that. And it's going to continue. And I think that some of you will see what I'm talking about as the weeks progress and you see that... I'm bringing movies that otherwise wouldn't be talked about on this movie on, on the show because, Safe. but how so? I've got a, I've got a movie. Do you have a movie? Okay. Uh, it's only got uh, 22 votes on IMDb. Really? Mm-hmm. That's a real Is quiet little movie. Is. No, it's not. Rude, Brian. How rude. How? I think it was only uh, in theaters for four days and I uh, managed to see Really? It. In theaters, only 22. That is. Yeah. All right, we'll get there in a second. Uh, I understand. I take full credit, full responsibility for just sounding like a, a, a total ass last week trying to talk about Stan Lee, and I didn't have in my notes the creators, the co-creators of the you know Marvel as we know it today, which is Jack Kirby and Steve Ditko. All right, Jack Kirby, Steve Ditko, Jack Kirby, Steve Ditko. I get it. I get it. That you're uh, making up for it. Dan. I'm trying. Stay. Hey, Jack Kirby, Steve, and? Steve Ditko. Uh, I also <laughs> Wasn't got Steve Ditko, the guy who did security for Jerry Springer. No, I think it's a different name. I also got admonished for suggesting that Mila Mike Kunis, Dicka. Mila Kunis is from the uh, Russia, uh, when when in fact she's from the Ukraine. Hey, growing practically up as the an, same as an eighties kid, it was all the Soviet you Union, know? and they were all the same. Man, it'd be you like he's know. not from America; yeah. she's from Tennessee. Yeah, I feel like pre really twenty fourteen. I would defy oh most Americans to figure oh out what the difference between Russia and Ukraine and where they were. I could have sworn I guess most she people was talking not have known. about, yeah, I didn't know. I thought Belarus and Ukraine and Kazakhstan. I thought it was all part of Russia when I was a kid because I didn't know shit. All right. So apologies. All the, all the stands. Thank you, Andrew Martin, for Uzbekistan. Sta- pointing that out astutely. Kazakhstan. As well as uh, the fact that I, I got, this is the final one. You, some weeks are bad. Some Pak- weeks I get Pakistan. called out for a whole bunch Pakistan. of like, hey, you said this wrong. You said that wrong. Uh, evidently, we should not just take... God, I'm opening a can of words here. Uh, we should not take what Giovanni, superfan Giovanni, uh, has to say at face value. Oh, I disagree with he that. He suggested the Black Panther uh, organization, the political party, was in fact named uh, as a reference to the uh, comic book. Uh, however, uh, I, I, that's not true after doing a little more digging just this week because I suggested it last week and was called out by a few people, including Andrew Martin, who I uh, yelled at just earlier today, but now we're good. But yeah, here's the thing with Black Panther, the comic book. Go on. Marvel comic book. Comes out, uh, it was first released July 1966. Okay. The uh, political organization came about October 1966. Okay. All right. So that's, uh, what, three months later? Coincidence? I know. Was the name already there? Without doing a deep dive, I heard the same thing. So I would have, I would have uh, said the same thing, and I, I could see. Uh, you know, I, 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 had, I had also heard the same thing coming from the comic book, and they're like, "Hey guys, like, let's not, you know, like say that it's from a comic book because we're a serious organization over here, right? And we're gonna kick some ass. We don't need people thinking that, you know, we're n- comic book. They were nerds, enthusiasts. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, it is a comic book. That's what the real Black Panthers are saying. Like comic books? Fuck you. What are you talking about? We don't read comics. That's right. Fucking Black Panthers. But tell me more about this. Uh, it's a it's black uh, superhero, Wakanda. Tell me more. Interesting. That was my black voice. You like that? I liked it. Did you enjoy that? 
<laughs> that's it. I think uh, I apologize for a, a bit of a rough episode last week. I blame Brian. I, I do have a way to pull that out of you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I feel bad. Anything else, Ryan? Do you have to have anything else? I feel great. Uh, Anderson, hopefully we'll see as much as possible. One of your five <sighs> it prequel sequels or remakes. Special. It is not. Oh, that's a, that is. See, a, I will say that is a mistake. I've bought the ticket. All right, I'll do the extra work. I'll see an extra movie. I can't hurt in the show. I, I'm gonna watch the goddamn movie. Okay. <laughs> Truth be told, I'm not. I'm not. What about that. Barbie? Bar- Barbie has to be seen by yes. me because of my sister and my wife, and it's mandated. And you're yeah. gonna you're gonna hate my Barbie viewing. Why? I already have big plans. What do you mean? I'm going to WeHo brunch and then going straight to Barbie. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, it's going to be Why are you going to drink like mimosas at yeah. the house? Oh, Jesus Christ. Mimosas and pancakes. I think we need to explain to people outside the area what that means. Uh, be no brunch. Uh, it is the predominantly uh, LGBTQIA uh, area of Los Angeles. Very trendy. Very clean. Very trendy. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they go hard. Brunches. WeHo being West Hollywood. Yes, brunch is uh, the official sport of West Hollywood. It I really would is. Say. I've uh, been to brunch in West Hollywood a few times. That is slot fights. Yes, fantastic. <laughs> they go quite slot, hard. Slot fights. Slot fights. Oh, slap fights. So hey, wearing, speaking uh, of joyride. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to see Barbie. I'm going to see uh, right. Mission Possible. Something has to take a fall. So I am not seeing Oppenheimer. Sorry. Oh, you know what? That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> it's based on an existing property. Yeah, I mean, the guy's life. We yeah. all know. We, yeah, we all know it. What we are we gonna, what are we gonna learn? Three hours. Get the fuck out of here, Chris Nolan. You fucking stop rebooting the atomic bomb. <laughs> like literally, <laughs> he literally tried to like, build an atomic yeah, bomb. I read a uh, very interesting article. It was, this is a week or two ago, so who knows how things have changed? But will the movie be released, and how will it play in Japan? Mm. Because obviously Japan, you know, took took the uh, the Brunt full force, the, uh, yeah, the yeah. full force of the atomic bomb, and here we are. I don't know. I've seen the movie. Obviously, I don't know if it's celebrating it or whatever. But there's obviously a history over there with the fallout and the pun intended. Yeah. Um, so they're saying uh, it's apparently well, it's uh, apparently it's um, common practice for American films to come out much later in yeah. Japan, weeks down the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think they're taking a wait and see approach. Like, is this a movie that needs to come out? Has the heft and uh, yeah. Or can we just, you know, ignore it? I mean, they show like Hitler movies in Florida. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus Christ. What? You know what I mean? Like Name the Hitler movie they show in Florida. They, they think they most show most of the Hitler movies in Florida. You know, there's a lot of uh, Jewish people sure. in Florida that uh, I, 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 they took Flee the brunt. Flee and fled the... Uh, yeah. yeah. See what I'm saying? New York. I feel like Poland would have been... I could have done Poland. Speaking of Japan. Yeah. Godzilla minus one is coming out this year. Is that exciting? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it is because you're talking in Japan. What the questions we all want to know? They are doing. Uh, they're they're returning to post-war Japan, so it's mm-hmm. going to be Japan in the '40s, right after the bomb is dropped, mm-hmm. and then Godzilla comes in. So it's called Godzilla minus one because it's like, oh, how could it get worse? Godzilla comes after the uh, atomic bomb. So, but was he created by the Tom? Because I mean, Maybe, literally, I, I don't know. I just know that this he he comes in, comes sweeping right in, literally after it's dropped in Japan. And Japan is devastated. Just swallows it. <laughs> yeah, like the, yeah. The, I remnants. Think the original context of the movies, the subtext was for that, sure. Yeah, he was a nuclear nuclear fallout. I know it's insensitive, but I, I have said that you know, thank God for. The atomic bomb because oh, it gave us oh, Godzilla. I love Godzilla. As a child, I was a child when I said that. I didn't on, know the on, that, I'm on record. Saying. I didn't know the true destruction that and it caused. I was, I was five and I love Godzilla, so I'm just like, please send your email uh, to Anderson. At, yeah. I was a child when I it was like a different person, right? You know that all the cells in your body Actually, are regenerated like every seven years, except for like something like in the ear. Or not something? mine. 
Not yours? Yeah. They don't get regenerated. That's Certain sad. cells. That's, that's why you look. That's right. You look like David Cross for a second to me. Hey, really? Brian, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fix the feed real quick, the video feed. Let's get... Let's get uh, fix that shit. While you do that, I'll just filibuster and say that we have oh, a good top five. There we go. Avery, for those of you, you watching on the YouTube, you'll, you'll appreciate Avery, did that. you come up with this? Uh, I top did. Five? Uh, yes, uh, top was, five movies you've changed your mind about. Where'd this come from? This is actually one of the topics of my initial pitch to be the producer for the show. Oh, mm -hmm. I don't remember that. I remember it was raining. Yes, it was pouring. Brian's like, I have a great spot to interview all the, was, the subjects. A, it's real outside, down the street. That was such a bad torrential <laughs> downpour. <laughs> that really was. Rain bad. is splashing our shins. Uh, no kidding. Uh, okay, excited about that. And, and to Anderson's point, I gotta turn myself down. To Anderson's point, uh, I have uh, some movies that uh, I loved as a, a child, and maybe realize they're. Uh, yeah, I've changed my ways. Mine are all movies that I didn't like at first and then okay. grew to love. We've all done, five so of them. We've done that topic. So oh. I, 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 oh, we have? Well, you're, well, I'm not, I don't know if you have crossover. I'm saying years ago. We did what? We did top five movies you didn't like at first. Ooh, top five rewatches. Hey, know. who can remember? I don't remember Ooh. doing that. Hey, it's all about talking about movies and banter. You I know what I mean? I agree. I bring I bring new ones to the table. Okay, all right. You know, if I go back and watch any movie that I loved as a kid, I'm just like, there's a lot of cringing involved. Yeah, there's yeah, a lot of like you true. dumb fuck little kid who was like happy about the atomic bomb for Godzilla's sake. <laughs> I just start yelling at the child version of myself. <laughs> what? What are you thinking? Uh, we bring three movies to the program this episode, and I will let you know only one of them I really liked. Mm. One was kind of eh, it's okay, and one was tough. I think I, I think I, I think I know. I think I know. More on that later. Okay, let's hear a little fan fiction. Fan fiction compiled by the Mitch Burns. Matthew R. Cheatham. I took the Anderson challenge and watched Linoleum. Just as I was criticizing Anderson for not diving into the Indiana Jones dial of destiny, Tight. he recommended this hidden gem. Oh, no. Linoleum Indiana, was... Indiana Jones is better. <laughs> Linoleum was thought-provoking and big on heart. Mm -hmm. I shed a couple tears in the third act. Ooh. Thanks, Anderson, for bringing awareness to this jewel. I mean, I could have just bitched about an old man looking for gold in the jungle, but I, I, I watched Linoleum instead. <laughs> it could have been fun. I'd also like to point out, before He's we talk more about jungle. Linoleum, uh, you know, thanks to my brothers over on Cinematics, uh, Bruce Perky, Eric uh, Holmes, and uh, Greg Sosobosti for bringing Linoleum into my, into my oh, heart. Oh, very nice. I had my, read about it, but I didn't know I had to see it until I heard them waxing about it. Uh, my, my roommates rewatched. Uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Dicks, and oh. I ran out of the apartment. Yeah, yeah so it's a one-star movie. I did not want to overhear it. It's very bad. Yeah, that Tarzan call could have happened. Uh, and my, then, like, it, well, it, it takes away part of your soul. Well, one of my time. roommates had not seen it. Yeah. I did all I could to convince him that it is do, do, it is not worth your time. It please, takes please away from everything yeah. Indiana Jones. It takes away from it. He did not listen. It besmirches the legend. It, just, it besmirches. And by the way, Indiana Jones in this new movie is not looking for gold. It's not a jungle. It's really mostly underwater and uh, also uh, like uh, amongst the Italian ruins. I'm back in. Yeah. All right. I must see it. I'm <laughs> buying ticket now. <laughs> That's like, all it took. It's like, like the new Scuba Black gear. Panther. It's like <laughs> scuba gear. Is he wearing scuba gear? Oh, you haven't seen it, have you? No. no I'm pretty sure he is. He wears scuba gear. If not scuba, then some sort of underwater breathing apparatus. Right. But I'm pretty sure it's pretty sure it's. Scuba. Is it self-contained? If it's self-contained, what years it take place? Scuba. The nineties. Uh, no, it's uh, like '68. Ah, they barely even had scuba back then. Is that true? Yeah, Jacques well, Cousteau and U.S. divers. That uh, was probably something of the era. All right. Uh, in fact, no, it was not self-contained because there were uh, air tubes leading up to the uh, boat. Oh, they okay. were tethered. So now you know. That's called snuba. Brian. Really? Yeah. Self. So um, it's just half snorkel, half scuba. Oh, I see. Snuba. Okay. I'm yeah. trying to do the math on the acronym. All right. 
All right, you want, to, you want to listen to some more fan flex? Yes, let's, let's, let's listen to uh, sampling of what the listeners have, have seen. Kurt Graver, Sound of Freedom. Pretty oh, solid movie. I'm interested in this. There's some cringe moments, but overall well done. Do you know about this? Yes, it's the uh, propaganda Jim, movie. Jim Caviezel? Yeah. I don't know. I, I assume there's some conservative slash religious angle that said, and I read the description of the movie, and it seems just like a... He goes in and rescues kidnapped children from, like, Columbia or something. As much as I despise the backers of this movie, mm. the overall issue is one that needs to be addressed in the world. Okay, so perhaps there's uh, okay, some behind-the-scenes behind dealings. Yes. A. Webster on Twitter. Oh, fucking smart. Watched original Taking of Pelham 123 <laughs> based on Anderson's recommendation. Hell Anderson's? Fucked the ass. I saw that last week. Again, it's so fantastic. Good. It's so, if I lived in a world where I could just watch a movie over and over and over, I, I would watch it. I'd watch it a couple times a year, three, four times, five, six times, eight. I would put Robert Shaw on every film. Oh my God, he's so good. If I had access to AI in a Hollywood studio, and I'd put Robert Shaw on every the film. score. Why don't we have more scores like that? How, how do they not do a score like that in today's in a movie from today? It was amazing. In my mind, this oh. is what the 70s New York was like. Surprisingly good humor throughout. Uh, they just don't make movies like this anymore. They don't. You know what? I have to do a mea culpa on that. I was confusing with Assault on Precinct 13. Very but, different. Yeah, but I have not seen 1, 2, 3. What? I haven't seen Pelham. You haven't seen Taken? Yeah. I'm not. What? I think you threatened to assign it to me. I, I made you watch Assault on Precinct, yes. the original, yes, right? Yes. Fuck to the yes. What that little girl who was eating the uh, ice cream do? Uh, why why'd yeah, she have seriously, to? The, she was fridged. <laughs> she was doing nothing wrong. She just had her little ice cream and then bam. I I'm surprised you're not more furious he hasn't seen Take. Yeah, dude, I just worn down over the years. I know. Oh. Uh, this, is the first, I, I, this is the most upset I think I've been. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to look, to look forward to that in his future. That's true. Faulty Logic 83 on Instagram. Oh, I, I, gotta, I gotta see this. I love Denzel Washington. Oh, God. I watched The Wham <sighs> doc on Netflix and was pleasantly surprised. Brian, you seen did the it right. Sorry, have you seen what, The Wham documentary, music documentary no. yet? Why not? Too interesting. You watch every single music documentary no that ever comes out. No okay. 93 minutes, no unnecessary fluff, no talking heads, just a straightforward timeline Ooh. from the formation to the breakup. I'm in. Archival footage with voiceovers uh, from Andrew and George. Andrew. I wasn't uh, that familiar with them before, but it went down smooth. Wham! Yeah, Wham is a my time. Wham rap. Although I enjoy, uh, I enjoy a handful of songs. Really, George Michael's solo is where it's at. Get out of here. Sorry. Please just leave. Sorry. And finally, sorry. from the aforementioned Mitch Burns, saw Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part oh, 1 at advanced you. screening. Look at you. And Cruise and director Christopher McQuarrie have done it again. It isn't perfect. Made a long movie. Might be a bit long seeing as this is a part one uh, and you're asked to care about a new character more than you should, but the last 20 minutes of me holding my breath. Plus 10,000 on the fun scale. Fuck James Bond. Ow. Ethan Hunt is the best. I've been saying it's, it's way better than James Bond for me. That's why really? I should be watching this thing. Yeah, I, I totally agree, Mitch. Thank you, you Mitch. Support the American James Bond. I don't know if you have to say fuck James Bond. I mean, I, I watched Bourne and I say the same thing. Uh, you know, we don't. Who needs James Bond anymore? How is there no room in your heart him. for both? I, he should have retired a long time ago. Why do we yeah. got so many versions? You know what I mean? You kind of retired in the last movie. I saw. Brian. I saw a little film. Oh, should I just pass, small, pass it small back release video back to uh, Avery? Talk to us. Produced by Questlove. Oh, you did. Directed by Sam Pollard. Mm -hmm. It was the the League. Mm -hmm. A movie about the uh, Negro Leagues. Oh, just came yes, out in yes, theaters. Yes. I've heard this uh, discussed. It's called The League? Yes, called The League. Uh, very good. Apparently, it's coming to streaming on July 14th, so you don't need to run out to theaters because then, well, by the time you hear, hear this, it'll this, basically yeah. be out there. Uh, is it in theaters? 
He saw it in theaters. I saw it in theaters. I'm saying, will it be streaming or in theaters? It will be streaming. Were any white people in the audience? It was honestly, I think it was the only black person. It was really. It was all. Old white dudes. White people uh, assuaging their guilt. Did they spend much time on the Homestead Grays over there? Oh, yeah. Oh, I love the, the Homestead time. Grays. And I think you'll find... Oh, the Kansas City Monarchs? Oh, yeah. And I, 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 what I found most interesting was sort of... I mean, this is not spoilers, but sort of towards the tail end, because you sort of think, in my mind, that it, you know it's they found the Negro Leagues, and the whole point is to lead up to eventually integrating baseball, right? right? Black players... It ends with Jackie MLB. Robinson. And it's interesting... Ooh. The take on the sort of dichotomy between how uh, people feel about now the league being integrated and then how that impacted the Negro Leagues and how it wasn't sort of this one-to-one thing of, oh, great, we did our job and let's pack up shop. It was this kind of conflicted, interesting end of an era that I hadn't ever heard talked about of how Jackie Robinson sort of brought about the end of the Negro Leagues by integrating baseball. Right. So it was this very sort you of interesting You had to lose something to gain something. Which was very which interesting. They never talk about the losing and something. Then they, they talk about, celebrate that. Yes, that impact on the black community and how there were conflicted feelings. Mm. And it was very interesting, very well done. It was um, uh, goes down a little smoother than Ken Burns. I get that Ken Burns is not for everybody. This felt much more dynamic. They had a lot of archival footage. They had a lot of animation, which was Tight. very fun. Smart. A um, lot of great footage, behind the scenes access, and it was it was a good time. I would say you probably, if you're a huge baseball fan, it's a must see. Um, if you're less sold on baseball, I don't know if you need to run out and see no, this, this, but it's uh, interesting to me for sure. Do we know where it's going to be streaming? Uh, I can look that up. Okay. I don't know yet. Because MLB see, Network. If we wrap this up in the next ninety seconds, I can still make the seven thirty showing at AMC <laughs> Century City. But uh, I would I would highly recommend Ship. if you have a Last chance. any Ship interest in baseball. Uh, very very good and a lot of gems because I had seen the in all the entirety of Ken Burns baseball loved it and this filled. Oh in. wow, really? Yeah, Isn't that like thirty oh, yeah, hours. I've seen, yeah, I've seen that. And Easy. this uh, settle down, Brian. You haven't <laughs> seen Taken a Pelham one, two, three. I don't want to hear what you have seen. <laughs> I think it's five parts. It's a ton, yeah. And yeah. then they added oh, no, on it's more nine innings. It's, yeah, they added yeah. more uh, right. for the steroid era Ken, and all that. Ken slow burns. Am I right? Hey, <laughs> but this even fills in a lot of the <laughs> gaps I had never heard of, and again, sort of does a great job of finding archival footage of the players too. Right. So you get to see interviews with Satchel Page, that sort of thing, nice. which Ken Burns doesn't really do. It's mostly photos. And yeah. A lot of moving around in photos. Yeah. yeah. This was actual behind the scenes and it really, really brought it to life, especially a time period that like twenties to forties, it feels very old and dusty and mm-hmm. dead. This really kind of brings it to life and gives you a perspective, which was any, cool. any color or is it all black and white? Anderson, please. Uh, it is in color. Oh, it is. Did it you is. already say that? I missed that. No. But uh, most, a lot of the the footage that they have from the players, which is interesting, is them when they're, you know, in their 60s, from like the 60s, 70s, and 80s, which is cool. Yeah. So you have them, you know, looking back at their lives, and it's this that's color really footage cool. where yeah. you're like, holy shit, that's Satchel Page in, mm. in color. Stuff you've never seen before. Yeah. I actually never heard Jackie Robinson speak until this movie. Oh, he has a distinct, He's got a like very high, high voice. voice. I was shocked by that. How high? Well, cause it, well it's, it's absurd because- you, It's unbelievable. In, uh, in the taste. movie 42, uh, Chadwick Boseman either chose or was directed to be like, hey, I'm Jagger Robinson. One more hey, reason why you're here. I'm here, I'm here to break the color bear. When in fact, he had like, he had right, kind right, of a high voice. Borderline. Borderline. So, that's, he, that's a chance. That was actually a clip in the movie. They must get their own style. Get in the batter's box. Oh, God, be comfortable because, uh, as you know, the real good hitters all are, are individual players. They have individual styles. How odd is that? That's like black comedy making fun of white people. Yeah. That's Eddie Murphy's white voice. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's bizarre. Wow. I was shocked because he's this handsome just yeah. dude. And then he got, I'm very happy to be a part of the Dodgers. Like, what the? F- <laughs> what? 
Find, if you can, find a clip, just any random clip of Chadwick Boseman. Do you need as, chemistry in his spare time? Jackie Robinson from the movie 42. I would have never guessed. Is that like Shaq? I was very excited. Is I was like on a flight back from Panama. I was on, I forget what uh, what the airline was, but uh, they had- Pan like, Am. It was terrible. That was not, and it, like, it was just like you could only watch it on your computer. They didn't have the TVs, and they had like a, the worst selection of movies I've ever seen on any airline. Like, so they, they went out, and they had a section called Classics, yeah. and I, I meant to write some oh, down, but no. they were just like the worst movies. But the, the Wait, icon they oh. used for Classics was 42. Was, no! It was like, that was no. what they were suggesting. This, Do they think shining, the movie took place in 1947? So I'm like, you know what? I'm never going to watch this movie. Maybe I'll watch it on play, and I'm going to watch 42 right now, and I can you know hopefully like it and tell Brian he's wrong. They didn't even have it. <laughs> they didn't have it. That's great. It was just to get points. It was I, Jackie Robinson. I don't. I think this is just an oversight. Here's, here's Chadwick Boseman. Another like woman singing. I want you to know. Oh God damn it! He was just talking. Come on. Oh my God! <laughs> Come on, Chadwick. Say something. You're getting close oh now. my God! Oh, those broads could talk, huh? Why am I being so offensive this week? Yeah, oh God! The Batman just it. talked, and you talked over. Sounds just like I won't. Baby. God built me to last. Here, oh, this yeah, is he does, yeah. for the general. He sounds like drunk Batman. He does, you know? right? Like <laughs> Christian Bale drunk as Batman. He's doing shock shilling for the general. But I <laughs> <laughs> do people know what that is outside of L.A. Oh, it's a national ad. Is it? Yeah. yeah, it must be. Really? Because they're so cheesy. You would think that they put a little more production value into something that's national. My friend the general. But yeah, I thought the, the league was a very interesting. I think it's very fairly portrayed. I don't like the in name. In terms of the issue of uh, race. The good. league is not a good name. I mean, well, there's already that TV that's show. That's they called it at the time. It's very, it came to be known in the black community as, are you going down to, to the league? Uh, so mm-hmm. Kind of like the bigs. Yeah. But there's the already show. like that show. The show? A television program this is called pre- The League. Predated. We had a uh, guest of the show, uh, Paul Shearer. This, this movie does not predate it. Uh, the calling, subject matter. Calling it The League. Oh, really? Yeah. How so? In the 40s. They oh, well, I mean, the, the movie being titled. <laughs> okay, true. I'm sorry. We're all over the place. Anderson wanted to just be called The Negroes. Hold on. Anderson, play Avery. <sighs> Anderson, it's our fault for letting him talk. That's that is true. <laughs> so. You want to point? You point a finger. You got three pointing back right at you. <laughs> but you, but you had to, or it would have been racist. See, what are you doing? What are you doing? All right, let's uh, let's let's go. Let's uh, let's talk movies. Brian, stop show. <laughs> stop mugging for the camera, please. That was very et. <laughs> <laughs> you ever get that song uh, stuck in your head out of out of the fucking blue? What song? Put on the hot light, like that Heartlight song that he wrote after oh. watching E.T. and he was so inspired by E.T. He just sat down and wrote. Wasn't the song. that uh, 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 fucking uh, Hasselhoff? Who Hasselhoff? No, no, no. Oh, Michael Jackson. No, it was not Michael Jackson. Heartlight. Heart, yeah, Heartlight. I, I don't know. Let's 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 talk movies. Go on. I'll, I'll figure it out later in the show. I think it's Michael Jackson. It is not Michael. Jackson. I'm gonna try to see where the, this uh, doc is streaming. Oh so. come on, Neil Diamond. Oh yeah, so Neil Diamond was so inspired by by ET when he saw it in the theater in 1982, he went, went home and wrote a song about the Heartlight. That had not, you know, it's not like it was for the movie. <laughs> I mean, it kind of was, <laughs> but it was wasn't like in the end credit. All right, let's talk movies. Joyride, Brian, take it away. Joyride, M, <clears throat> excuse me, is a uh, 2023 film. My notes here they are directed by Adele Lim. Uh, starring Ashley Park, Sherry Cola. What, what, that really was well-timed. That was very well-timed. I have no idea. I'm so upset that her name is Sherry Cola. Why? <laughs> I don't understand. 
Stephanie Shu and uh, Sabrina Wu. I hate the fact that her name is Shu. It could be. You know what? I knew a guy who spelled his name the same way in college and he pronounced it she. Elizabeth is a sister? Unlikely. Okay. He's probably my age. Uh, 91% of Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. <clears throat> this is in theaters now. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Why is it called Joyride? I mean, a lot of the movie is a uh, road trip movie, a flight trip movie. Uh, uh, is there any Joyriding in this movie? It's it's an odd title. Uh, it's not the greatest title. I think it's I think the movie as a whole, as far as like fun factor, at least fun factor that it was shooting for, is like a bit like a, you know joy of ride, like a fun ride. Just like come watch this movie that is joyful, joyful, and we're going, we're we're swinging for the fence. We're what Avery, for God's, God's sake, name, Avery? It just keeps beeping. I don't know. For God's well, you can pull sake. down that fader. I, yeah, that's true. That that's that's a very good point. That'll fix it. <laughs> <laughs> that'll at least temporarily. <laughs> it's a very elegant solution. Okay, elaborate, but it must be done. Joyride, joyride. Okay, let me describe my theater experience with oh, joyride. No. Uh, one o'clock on a Monday. Uh huh. Eh, maybe a dozen people in the theater. Yeah. It's, it's on off time, so that's you know it is what it is. N- nary a laugh out loud. N- None. None. One oh, you should have been in my theater. My was God. It rollicking. There was one dude with a man bun who was doing a lot of this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, and I'm not exaggerating. It was. It was that. Can I ask a follow up question? Uh, at what? I, at the jokes that were being told okay. in the movie. All right, listen. Here's the here's the backstory. Here's the story. Here's the setup. Uh, it's White Hills is the name of the the community. White Hills, all right. small little like uh, uh, northwestern town, Seattle and neighborhood. Seattle neighborhood, nineties. Yeah, they go the head early two thousand nineties, and you know it's just like uh, white people everywhere, and then uh, an Asian family uh, shows up on the scene on the street right after this montage of a, a white. This is the very opening of the movie, opening credits. And they start speaking in Chinese about, oh, fuck, look at all these white people. Uh, this is a problem. And they have a little daughter. And then some white people come over, ask the uh, awkward questions, like, are you guys coming in? And they're like, yeah. Are you new in town? I'm new in town. And they get a little, uh, the Chinese uh, family get a little offended. They're like, yeah, but we're not from straight from China. Like, we moved from Virginia or something like mm. that. And... Uh, white people continue to be a little awkward and they're like well the reason why we wanted to, they ask if they're Chinese and they say yes and they're like oh that's great because they had adopted a Chinese the white family adopted a little Chinese girl same age so now she's not the only Chinese girl sure. in town and they hit it off quick they become fast friends and we see a montage over the years of them being very very tight very punk rock very anti-establishment and having a good time one a little more more Lolo, right? A little more fucked up. Lolo is a bit of a free spirit. Than the other. And for those of you who are watching Beef, you would recognize the lead because she is like the girlfriend of the beef? blonde lady in Beef. Like she, beef. She doesn't have a giant Oh, role, yes, yes, she, yes. Yeah, yeah. That's, she's very different in, 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 in Joyride. And she sinks into her role and you forget that she's like the timid, kind of annoying girl from Beef. So yeah. I was, when I first saw her, I'm like, oh, no. And I'm like, okay, all right, she's... So then, ultimately what happens through a series of hijinks, uh, she ha- uh, one of the characters has to go over to China and fake to be a real Chinese person, even though she's a fake Chinese person. Well, she, she was has to go for business, and for it, would, business. it would be advantageous to her to assimilate uh, to the uh, business culture out there, to land the deal. And she'd be kind of lying about her Chineseness. You get the sense that, you know, she's, she's born and, and raised in this white culture, but trying to, like, use her Chineseness in this company anyways, for the, the people that hired her, thinking that she can speak Chinese mm-hmm. fluently or close to it, and 
she can close deals in China, which is very valuable. And so it's this like existential crisis she's having that, you know, who am I? I'm not really a fully Chinese. I'm not fully American. I've never, but she's got this close friend who mm-hmm. she's a, a wild card, right? Mm-hmm. So she brings her. Liz Cannon. And then one wild card's not enough. You got to bring Dead Eyes too, who's mm-hmm. another very odd character uh, who might be on the spectrum. And then uh, I, I, they meet a, a fourth girl over yeah. there. And that's when it becomes bridesmaid, bridesmaid type yeah. vibe. For oh, sure. A little hangover uh, there were some moments in this movie that I liked quite a bit. Uh, it went down smooth for sections. Then I would find myself rolling my eyes and angry. And then, and it has nothing to do with the best part of the movie was all the Asian stuff. Like all, all the, the Chinese stuff, mm. the Korean stuff, yeah, the, jo- the, the in jokes, yeah. uh, the in jokes that they were making were really good. I wanted more of that. I liked all the raunch. The raunch was fine. I didn't mind the raunch. It was just, this movie had half a foot, like one foot in yeah. reality and the other foot in absolute fantasy. Mm-hmm. And there's a, a scene at a hangar, at an airport hangar, where they said, uh, the line is, and I brought fans. I, I, my eyes haven't rolled that hard. And I was a bitch. retina. But then it is, it was akin to Disney like musicals where it's like, oh shit, are they going to a song? And then ultimately they then did another, with that scene. Another character shows up who has no business showing up. The boyfriend. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like I was like, "Hey, I'm here." It's like you are. So there's, there's just so much shit in this movie that doesn't make sense, but it feels like as it goes, like they just let go of reality more and yeah. more and more because it was kind of steeped in it's something kind of interesting and real for the first act, anyways. And then once they left town, like it, it just became more and more. Like there's a scene where they can't be on a plane on a train anymore, and it was funny with the drugs. It could have been a little funnier, but it was fine. It was good. If Bridesmaid didn't exist, that I think actress was, was the best part of the movie, by the way. Stop it, bro. <laughs> so now they're stranded. <clears throat> oh, I just sounded like Ray Romano. <laughs> now they're stranded, so right? Jackie Robinson. Uh, uh, which one? <laughs> <laughs> now they're stranded, and uh, nothing about them. They lost their passports, but not their wallets or their money or their credit yeah. cards. And now they're, they're, for unknown reasons, hitchhiking across the entire country of China, it seems, like on various modes of transportation, obviously just as a bit. And it's like, yeah. there's, there's no, was that the joyride? That no. was part of the joyride, mm-hmm. I guess. And like, but it's like, it. it's done like montage fashion. That's yeah. not, a that's lot of the, montage. That's the things. part where they're becoming friends. Like yeah. They're actually solidifying as a friend group. I agree with you. This movie overall was a pleasant ride. Um, you know, so, some, the, the humor is more, um, like enjoyable, like, Oh, I'm smiling at this, but not like laugh out loud. That said, you're hundred percent right. This movie has some really interesting stuff, but also just, goes off the deep end with some of the fantastic stuff. And it's like, what, move, what movie are we making here? They didn't, that, that's the thing that I had the, the problem with. It was kind of jarring when you hear about tone management mm-hmm. all the time. And like, they could have made just a Fairly Brothers airplane right. movie if they wanted to. But they, and then they're asking you to cry by the end? Actually, that kind of got me. It was starting at me and I got pissed <laughs> and I yelled at myself. I'm that like, was my favorite part of the movie is the end. I was like, oh, that's, as, as, moderately marginally funny as I found the movie I found it actually very sweet the whole movie it was sweet and that's what kind of pisses me off I think I think they had a a, they could have kept the raunch they could have kept a lot of that movie and made it very Mm. sweet and probably got me like effectively at the end got a lot of people but they went so hard with the I, I can distill it down to to one scene, that the two scenes that kind of overlap or they butt end each other, dovetail into the other, and it's the the sex scene involving basketball players. Yes, and it was funny. It was fine. It was it was very raunchy. And that you know, was that was peak um, uh, hijinks. That was not 
as much as the following day and like if you have a concussion, you don't have a bandage around, around your head as three, though, <laughs> as though you're a three stooges ass. It was. And it's like, you expect and you still want me to take this movie seriously at all. Right. So yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't love it. Uh, I was, I was annoyed. I'm pretty sure there was an iPhone uh, shot in the mm-hmm. middle of the movie for unknown reasons. No, towards the end of the movie in Paris. It's like, why, why is there an iPhone shot here to start? So the thing that annoyed me the most was the print. I, 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 had a hard time giving this movie a proper chance because right away the, the 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 premise is that they're in a Seattle neighborhood and yet they're the only two Chinese girls in town that keeps it many times. Well, it was the a very other, small little town township, right? Seattle has the fifth highest Asian population in the continental United States. It, was, it is lousy with Asians. I mean, it's a different. It was like thirty years ago, right? And there oh, are no, there are no. little like Mercer Island. I don't think no, has a ton of Asians. Ishiro was was the, the height of his powers. Actually, it might have been a couple of years later. Yeah, it was a number <laughs> of years later. I'm sure that there's a little white bread uh, communities, like tight communities probably, that are against yeah, like, like Spokane area, like outside of Seattle. Did it have to be Seattle? I wonder why. I mean, they shot the whole thing in Seattle, like, and they and they go abroad, like they they travel the world, and it's it, all it would shot be in like Seattle. finding the only other gay kid in San Francisco. It would, be, it would be like that, and it's like this. I can't. Not I can't quite, fo- Brian. I mean, no, it's, let's not quite. I can't. I can't follow this logic. It would be like saying the only other Asian kid in San Francisco. Well, actually, San Francisco has a higher age population than Seattle. Yeah, I know. That's why I said that. Eleven yeah, percent. Why would you? <laughs> I know that. That's it's why fun, I said it's it. a fun fact. <laughs> you know, this is a perfect example of a movie it's that I've liked more if it's a little better. Yeah, well, if it knew it's lame, like it could yeah. have been sweeter or it could have been funnier, could have picked one or the other, it couldn't have both. And that's the characters are desperately wacky. Yeah. Like, you know, they're just doing things that humans wouldn't do. And some of like the yeah. It's it's a three and a half star movie. Yeah. I, I have it a solid three. If I if I hadn't seen this I, I have to do this thing with temper the expectations of people with the, you know it's an event it's in the theaters and you're yeah, seeing you billboards see everywhere tomatoes, but if it was like, like a quiet little like movie that you know no one's talked about from like five years ago you'd be like there's a lot of really good stuff I'd probably bring it to the program like a lot of people are going to enjoy this movie you know what I mean mm-hmm. but it doesn't really live up to the like price of success mm. alright mm-hmm. joyride there you go there you go yeah there's some there's some, some, no. some okay stuff deep into this episode and then there's some stuff where the eyes are rolling alright Let's get to head count. Huh? Head count. Should we do a quick break first? Quick little break. Though. Why would we do that? Tired, tired. That's a dumb joke that needs to die. <clears throat> All right, leave it down. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, Matt. Did you know that wombats poop cubes? Nope. Never heard that before. Did you know the unicorn is the national animal of Scotland, Ken? I didn't know, nor do I care. Neil, did you know that Liechtenstein is the only doubly landlocked country in Europe? Jeff, isn't that an American pop artist? Well, actually, it's both. If you want to learn things like that and more, join us each week on Triviality, a pub trivia-style game show podcast where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. 
Listen in each week to answer general knowledge trivia alongside exciting guests from around the world. And we're here too. Join us every Tuesday for new hour-long episodes of Triviality, plus tons of extra theme content on everything from The Office and Lord of the Rings to science and geography. And sometimes we even do sports. Find us on all your preferred podcast apps and take part in the fun of playing bar trivia without the need to wear pants. Real mature, Jeff. Forget it, Neil. It's Triviality. Welcome back. Time to talk headcount. Headcount was assigned to us by Josh Butler. Did you speak to Mr. Butler? I did. And what was he have to say for himself? Uh, he said that uh, he saw this. I uh, didn't uh, think much and didn't know much about it, and it hit the right spot for him, and he had never heard of it before, and he thinks that uh, more movies like that should be brought to our attention. And this is a perfect example of a movie that we would have never seen had it not been assigned to us by a listener. In this case, it's Josh Butler, his fourth uh, right. assignment. Do you know uh, what the other three are? Yeah, give me a second here. I'll pull that Sorry, right up. Right, I, should, right. I should never ask follow-up uh, questions. You never should. You really shouldn't. Uh, Tex Montana, which you uh, enjoyed yeah. thoroughly. Antiviral and After oh, Midnight. Oh, is Antiviral the one with the celebrities and the, the got it, uh, DNA? Cronenberg, yeah. Is it the, is it the, it's the young Cronenberg. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Brandon. Oh, I'm right. sorry, and the third, and the third one? The uh, after one? Midnight, which was another small movie about a monster outside of a house. If oh, you yeah. recall, and the, and the yeah, couples yeah, yeah, fighting yeah, yeah. a lot. Yeah, is he shooting through the uh, yep. through the door? Yes. So those are the, those are uh, Josh Butler's four movies. Uh, the fourth being Headcount, which we watched. When I say his movies, he didn't make these movies. He assigned them to us to bring <laughs> oh, to the good. program. I'm so, glad you pointed that out because just in the off chance that I didn't enjoy Headcount as much as Josh, I want to make sure that he's not involved with the film in some professional, no, no, creative not. way. You're safe there. Headcount's a 2018 film directed by Elle Callahan, uh, starring Isaac J., Ashley Morgan, Cooper Rowe, and others, uh, st- uh, sitting at 70% on Rotten Tomatoes. You can stream this on Stars. Hey, huh. killing it. Killing it, yeah. Uh, and uh, this is sort of a twist on the uh, cabin in the woods formula. This is a cabin in the desert. Mm-hmm. That's the twist. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they're in Joshua Tree, and we open with uh, the two main characters. Uh, one, the younger brother of the other. He leaves. Uh, he leaves college, and he's like, "I'm gonna drive out to Joshua Tree to see my brother." Turns out the brother is a bit off the grid. He's out there living in a, in a, uh, in a, in a trailer. Modern day hippie. Yeah, he's off the grid. He's he's anti-drugs. Joshua Tree, which is a National forest out here. National park. National park, I guess you would say. Um, and it's a uh, desert, right. desert landscape, very desolate. Yes. People go out there do drugs. Yeah. Uh, so this is like a COVID movie before COVID movies because it was made and shot before COVID. But it's sure. a small, when everything's said and done, 11 cast members, I think, that you see. Possibly yeah, probably 12. Is, yeah, that does all the speaking parts, aside from the opening where he's saying goodbye to his college friends. In this Airbnb, yeah. So... Uh, the storyline is just he hooks up with these guys that he doesn't know because he's got a love interest and he likes this girl and he wants to spend time with her. And well, let me just interrupt you and say it's it's a bit more specific than that. So our main character he drives out to the desert, like I said, ostensibly to hang out with his, with his brother, but then like he immediately ditches his brother to hang out with a group of strangers who, with a lone exception, the aforementioned girl who he's kind of hitting it off with. Seem to hate him, or at the very least, just barely tolerate him. Yeah, you do crazy things when you uh, when you like a girl. Guess right? so, because yeah. this, this group of friends is not really interested in having him hang out, and yet he, there he is. So the story where the horror comes in is with this 
one of these, you know, we've seen it before. It's tropey where like, if you say the name five mm -hmm. times, Bloody Mary was the one when I was Candy growing up. Man. If you knock in the glass and say Bloody Mary five times and whatever that is hits you or something like his, his, his or something, something along yeah, those lines. His, you or and it comes to be because it's just by chance, you know, he's got a, it's his turn to tell a spooky story. He doesn't have one. So he finds the first thing online, which you'd imagine this, this creature's all over the planet. If it's the first thing that pops up, if you Google like spooky yeah, story, it's, it's omnipresent. Scary. Yeah. <laughs> but with that said, as goofy as, as silly as that plot point was, mm. there was a lot of, interesting things with the camera uh, yep. operations. It I was, actually noticed that I wrote it down. The camera move is pretty, some pretty nifty moves. And it did something that was a jump scare without, and it got me to, you know, get the chills and the hair on the back of my neck. And there was nothing creepy necessarily with, it was a, a trick shot. If you mm -hmm. recall with the slow panning shot of them playing cards and then something happens and the lights go out. Right. Like what just happened right there? Get it. It got me. There's some good, really Very good effective. camera work. Yeah. Really sure. good camera work. And, if you like coherence, you're gonna like that. Josh Butler also loves coherence, which if you remember that one, I, that? it's a small dinner party and they're all like in, in one house and then weird shit starts happening uh, okay. outside. Yeah, yeah. It's another what, one of these self-contained. Is that what, an English what you, movie? What do you think no. about top five jump scares? Would that be a good? Didn't uh, we do that? Has that we been done? That. Pretty, pretty sure, sure we did, did that. that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Why don't, why don't you we, do we the did. research here, Brett? For sure. I'm not sure we did. I'll tell you what it was. I think this movie aspires to be a slow burn, but I'll just say it. I'm sad to say, Josh, thank you for being a Patreon member. Thank you for being a signer. <laughs> thank you for assigning us three solid picks before this. I found this really, really dull. Uh, I was an hour and 12 minutes into the movie before something happens uh, beyond you know just talking and drinking and doing drugs. Um, it's a 90 minute movie, so that doesn't leave a lot of time. And I thought I was like, I'm like, am I crazy? And so I went and like looked up some reviews. Oh, here we go. And the reviews, a lot of them said the same thing, which is this movie is just kind of boring. Uh, yeah, I, I could see people thinking that. I wasn't bored just because of the way they were constructing it with, not to sound like a total like a film nerd or anything, but I really appreciated how it was obviously very small budget and they were, did really interesting, cool, good looking sure. things with the camera operations. Well, like the making of is, is interesting. And the set design by the end was really cool. I didn't love the climax. It was mm -hmm. a bit of a, a cop out and I can't, you know, shout from the rooftops, you got to see a head count, which obviously we always want going into any movie, especially if it's listener assigned, but there's a lot uh, to enjoy, a lot to like here. Uh, it's a solid three-star movie. Oh, I disagree. Everyone in this movie is either a, a dick or an idiot or annoying or some combination of the three. You would have fit right in. I really would have. And also, this is, this is unfortunately what happens when I'm watching boring movies. I fixate on little things. Yeah, you do. Like, I, I, I couldn't, I, I kept getting more and more annoyed. You probably didn't even notice. More and more annoyed by a hat. Oh, his hat. I was talking to Josh about his hat. Oh, yeah, That's you, one of the you things. brought the hat. Yeah, yeah. So I, he wore, he, this main character had a ball cap. Which, ball cap? What do you? Yeah, so, well, I'm trying to describe 20s. it. It's not a fucking pageboy hat. The it's not a boil. It's not a bowler hat. It's not a Panama hat. It's, it's a, a baseball cap. hat. Well, it's not because <sighs> so it's it's a ball cap. Don't say ball cap again, it's please. Like, it's up at a 45 degree angle yeah. with a tuft of hair. Uh, it's like Disney Central Cast. And it's uh, it's it's logoless. Yeah, it's just a. Plain no one wears that hat. No one has ever worn. No so, one's ever worn that. So hat. now, he is. The hat has no it's, purpose. It's like the it's Dennis not, the Menace hat. Yeah, it's <laughs> not. It's, up, it's almost, not of uh, your favorite team or thing or whatever, and it's not keeping the sun out of your eyes because you're in the fucking desert. It's just pointing up like a yeah. shark fin. Like, well, I mean, I don't care about the utility of it. It's just why look, have it? it? 
I thought it was going to play in and I was disappointed and I thought of ways that it could play in and it never did. Also, there, so you say this thing's named five times and it appears mm. they could have had more fun with that. And I, I, there is a lot of like puzzle work mm. in this movie, which Josh and I also talked about, which I do like in any movie. Like it's like trying to figure out who's where and counting sure, heads sure. and like your mind is that, active. And that I, part actually I found effective when they were like, weren't you just sitting and next that, to me? And that started, like, dude, I've been here the whole time. That started about halfway through probably. Mm. And like, there's a couple parts where I, you get to rewind if you're watching this at home and like, how did they do that? And was that, did I, am I playing tricks on myself right now? It kept your mind active and guessing. However, it was, uh, the end was a cop out, uh, and that hat, <laughs> I hated the fucking hat. <laughs> I'm so glad you noticed it. <laughs> I hated the hat. Uh, but yeah, you could do it. This is, for me, it's a three-star movie. I could, it's, there's an, well, enough to like here. Hey, if you're a fan of, of like charisma-free actors, you're in love. <laughs> I like the dick. The dick was cool. I liked his girlfriend. She seemed all right. Sure. Yeah. Not in the movie enough. Not in the movie enough, yeah. The brother was might have the, might have been the best I know, guy. He was in like three scenes, <laughs> barely in there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let us know next week, uh, Avery, what you think of head count. I will. Mm-hmm. All right, let's uh, finish. You this might actually up. pivot over Crystal Skull after that. Like halfway through, but I got to see something that happens. Uh, I would, given the choice right now, I'd rather rewatch Crystal Skull I, I, than this movie. I no, pi- I pivoted well, it's away it's from been so movie. long, and I've only seen it once. I pivoted away from a movie, but I don't know if I want to kick the hornet's nest. What are you talking about? So I felt like I was being a little unfair to Wes Anderson. Oh, no. I'd seen Fantastic Mr. Fox. Loved oh, it. Yeah, yeah. I'd seen Bottle... Uh, I always get Bottle, bottle Shock Rocket. and Bottle Rocket confused. Both, both. both great movies. Both great. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? Wes maybe, Anderson didn't do Bottle Shock, though. Let's just be clear. Yeah. I thought, maybe... I'm a Wes Anderson fan. Oh, after our discussion last week. <laughs> maybe. Maybe yeah. I'm being unfair. I read the comments, by the way. People were furious that we were shitting on Wes Anderson again. Right. Yeah. And it's like, hey, and they're mad at us for going to see Wes Anderson movies when they know, when how we dare, know it's not for us. How dare you enter the temple? Right, right. And which I agree with. Like, that's why I didn't see it. I mean, I, I don't want to go just to hate it, right? I disagree. I, but I, I, that's why I didn't see it. It's a notable film. Must be discussed. No, no. I, I entered the temple. So you went in the temple. How'd you come out? Was Wait, not, did you was, see the, the recent one? I yeah. did not. Oh. oh, you didn't? I entered a different temple. At home. At home. Who'd you see? I spent four dollars. What? Don't say Rented you saw the two thousand one. You're encouraging the, the Royal Tenenbaums. Oh, I like that movie. You got to borrow it for me. You see I the mice? Made it, uh, Thirty minutes in. Yeah. I didn't like. I was viciously bored. <laughs> Aggressively <laughs> bored. I, I was. <laughs> I. I pivoted away. Uh-huh. I just turned it off, and yeah. went, I don't even know what I want to watch. But I don't want to watch it, and I'm maybe it's just not for me. Because I and I, I, I recognize what was annoying is I liked the filmmaking. I liked the way it was shot. I like there's he, a lot to like. I like his look, but it, the whole time I'm going, what is this about? <laughs> when do I laugh? <laughs> the mice. Is it? Did you see the mice walking around the? Uh, uh, around the uh, opening credits? Yeah. Yeah, was that funny? It, hysterical. Because everyone in the theater, at my theater, yeah. thought that was How the funniest I, thing that ever seen. And I just, it just... People are getting so mad right now. I just did... The Wes Anderson heads. I, I, like I like kind of bombs. They're like, we just heard it last week, guys. Go back and watch it again, Brian. You think you want, you liked it. You no, think you... Like it. Um, we're being so insulting. Sorry, guys. Oh, but, but I'm sure it's for some. I just don't. I don't. Yeah, I, think I, don't I think it's for smart people. I think it's for smart people. That's yeah. how you get off the hook <laughs> It's for smart people. You know what? Just, you might yeah. have a point. <laughs> You might have a point. Mm-hmm. It was it was just we're just not smart enough, Avery. Oh. So everyone, if you're listening and you like it and you're mad at us, don't be mad. We're just dumb. Yeah, this is the most insightful review we've ever done. Yeah. Hey, oh. can you believe that that movie? I led, wanted to like it. Led to Arrested Development. No, There's no Arrested Development without Royal Tenenbaums. It was directly inspired by. 
how in I, the world? I, I just couldn't imagine I that. I fucking love Arrested Development until they started doing it straight to Netflix. I just couldn't imagine that a cast that strong was that uninteresting to me. Mm. That's what it is. Like, they're all mono, right? Yes, and I didn't... It was just... The punchline is a look, but the look is so <laughs> understated that it's it's like the it's like the it's like the phantom thread of comedy, where it's just so wow. I'm so glad so you see understated. What, 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 I'm so glad you're in the dumb camp. All right, you hear that official? I'm just too dumb. Official and film vault. I get I get how stands. people could like it. I just didn't, and I was surprised. Maybe I just don't get how you're it can, not smart enough to know how people could like <laughs> but it. But how can he? Uh, make those other two movies that I loved, and then this, which bottle shock it doesn't and bottle speak rock. to me at all, at all. <laughs> well, I, I didn't think, like a second of it. I think. Have you seen Isle of the Dogs? No, because I was thinking, okay, here we go. Because I love Fantastic. Mr. Fox fucking loved that movie, and I was like, all right, he's not dealing with real actors. It's going to be less annoying because it's dogs, and somehow he lost me there too. Mm. Just completely. I lost just don't me. get. I, I don't know. We're not smart enough. I'll take it. Maybe it's good that I haven't seen it in twenty years because now having a whole litany of movies similar movies come come after it maybe it would reduce my enjoyment i think darjeeling limited is is good but maybe i should re- do i have time in my life ironically to revisit? enough i've darjeeling's good though one i haven't seen darjeeling's good i think i might be out now i think you you should have been out since i think this bought me my ticket bottle out rock? I, I spent four dollars to be out i'm with you though F- fantastic mr fox and bottle rocket fucking love them love them love, love all right would watch them again let's oh, talk Adrian brody's in this one. Oh my god brian yes linoleum Let's do it. Lynn Oleum. Hey, much like Joyride, can I ask you, why is the movie much called like, Linoleum? Much like Joyride? Yeah, can I it's ask you? It's discussed in why the movie. Is the film? I must have missed that. It's discussed. Linoleum, is it really? Yeah. yeah I missed that. Is There's a lot going on in this movie. Not a ton of time. Okay. No. <clears throat> 2023 film, directed, written and directed by Colin West. This stars Jim Gaffigan. Rhea stars Jim Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan. Rhea Seahorn. <laughs> Caitlin uh, Nacon and uh, Gabriel Rush. 81% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, you can stream this on Hulu. <clears throat> Fuck, I should have watched this instead of Tannenbaum's. I totally forgot. Well, at least you know you're again. dumb now. You wouldn't have known if you were. Uh, you can still watch Linole. I, I had my theories that I was dumb, but this confirmed it. You can still watch Linole. This is a period movie, 1980. Uh, Hard not to think of Donnie Darko while watching Lots this movie. Lots of Donnie Darko. Lots Probably. of Donnie Darko influence. More on that later. It's got the same look and aesthetic, but a different vibe, different tone. It has specific plot points that are the same. Yeah, there's a, there is, there are some. This is definitely an homage, not an absolute. Oh no, remake no, it, it, as uh, a listener has been suggesting all week via no. my email. Oh, we'll get to that later. It takes a very different turn. It, it takes similar plot elements and takes them in a different direction. So I said as much in, in, in uh, common with Cloud Atlas. Oh, you know that movie better than I, I do because really you do. responded to it, and I'm I'm not dumb, bright enough to to get it. Uh, so we got Jim Gaffigan, and he is uh, essentially a bootleg Bill Nye the Science guy. He's an older gentleman. Uh, he's got a family, uh, son, right? He's very square, and a daughter, and uh, his wife. Uh, things she's things uh, are going well. His his wife is uh, from Better Call Saul. She's the uh, Re- yeah, Better Call Saul. Yeah, she's great. And, she was great. Uh, he's out front checking the mail, just doing you know like boring. Uh, we're not gonna we're not gonna spoil things for you, Avery. All right, because okay. you're gonna enjoy this movie. Uh, he's out doing you know monotonous suburban shit when a red Corvette falls from the sky. From the sky. From the sky. Right. And not like drop, out of a tree. Not like from an overpass. Like descends from the heavens. Like nose, not quite nose first, but like on its roof. Lands on engine. the windshield, essentially. Is and they right? dropped that thing. Yeah. I didn't do the research, but I watched that a couple times. And like, that's not CGI. They yeah, dropped that's, a... That's a crane shot. Yeah. Literally. 
when they got a yeah, got their, yeah. Mm. Or maybe they got a bunch of drones. Probably not. <laughs> That'd be a lot of coordination. <laughs> so he goes over to inspect, and he's he startled. As you, might have, stunt. <laughs> as you might imagine, he's a little startled, and uh, he looks, and he's even more startled and confused when he sees a young version of of him in the car, mm. bloodied, and he you know helps him to his feet, and uh, that's kind of the inciting. Well, opening. you say a young version of him in the context of the narrative. It's supposed to be this guy looked just like me. He looked just like him. Mm. Yeah, it was like his double younger doppelganger, right? So uh, we also learn, is it, that's the opening. We learn yeah. very shortly after that he's being served with divorce papers. Like uh, no, it's like about halfway through the movie. No, we find out not. that his wife is, uh, yeah. That's, I wrote it, well, that's my first note after a car falls from the sky. What's your third note? Uh, uh, daughter, 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 <laughs> daughter calls him by his first name. That's a great note. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to get out, trying to remind myself of who this guy is. So then we go into like the uh, some more Donnie Darko homage, we'll call it, with the uh, slow motion, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, montage of we see all the different family members and how their days go mm -hmm. uh, in slow motion with the '80s music. I can't remember what the song was, but we see the daughter going into high school and like you know being antisocial and flipping off the popular girl after getting in her picture. We see the wife uh, going to her jet propulsion tech job or whatever it is, and we see you know Jeff. Oh, we should point out that. Jeff Jim, Jim, I'm sorry, Jim Gaff. Gaffigan and Seahorn host, married couple, host the show together. They used to. Did we say that? We find out later that they used to. My God. No, no, Sid, Anderson, the, the, this, is, this is establishing stuff. No, it's not it's much not. later. What, how? I've seen this movie more recently than you. We learned in the first act that they hosted the show together. Oh, that they used to. Like, it's his sure. show for like, okay, I'm not important. It's not I that agree. big a deal. <laughs> so then. Uh, He's a bit of a sad sack. Yeah. So then we kind of start to go down the daughter's path. Her storyline takes a little more time than I would have liked. Maybe mm -hmm. I was a little bit, I was going, okay, let's get back to Jim. I want some more Jim. I want some more of like the, you know, what's going on with Bill Nye, the science guy. Mm -hmm. And uh, this car, the father and his possible doppelganger replacement. Funniest line of the whole movie is like the doppelganger who's actually played by Jim Gaffigan. We should point out says uh, like somebody sees the two of them together because they do meet. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, somebody says, you guys look just, Oh, you look, guys look just a, 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 exactly alike. And older Jim Gaffigan gets like a little bit of upset and like uh, self-righteous young Jim Gaffigan goes, relax, it's a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> well, we should explain their relationship because again, early on we find out this is a bit of a sad sack. His life's not going well. Divorce papers are filed. Uh, and uh, we find out that a show is not doing well. No. So they want to uh, replace him shot in the garage. With this younger version yes. of him, basically. A better version. Yeah, a younger, better version More of him. More established. He's already won this award that right. uh, old Jim Gaffigan has wanted his entire life, yep. which is some kind of like science, like no like yeah. no Nobel Some Science prize, yeah. prize, Nobel Science Prize, Chopsky or something, right? <laughs> Chopsky. I forget. Yes. Um, so the and, and then we we spend a lot of time with the teenage daughter, who you, I liked more and more and more as the movie went on. I really really liked her by by the end, and I didn't mind spending as much time with her and her sedacious looking young. She her the boy the love interest looked a lot like sedacious. Yeah, a little like, bit. Like a, 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 tiny, a lot, quite a bit. Not like Gaffigan and the other Gaffigan. And then he goes in and he sees his dad in the uh, uh, in the uh, assisted living place, and his dad is sitting there. And uh, you learn quite quickly that he's got some form of dementia. Right. And what I appreciated and I noticed was there was no like you. We've watched movies. We know how family structures work. When you see old Jim Gaffigan go into a a, a, a an old folks home, and there's an old man sitting there, and he sits down and starts talking to him. 
We don't need him to say, hello, father. Hey, dad, it's your son. And he, they did it, which I'm like, fuck yeah. Great. Awesome. I, I really appreciate that. I had trouble figuring out what their relationship was. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and by the way, it just occurred to me, again, the first act, the, the, the Donnie Darko connection is not the car falling from the sky. The engine. Yeah, there's a, there's some space junk that lands essentially a, a capsule. There they're having trouble identifying who it was, but it lands in his yard, and that kind of kicks off the the nominal plot. And there's some spoofy like satirical bullshit with the government, which was kind of funny. But I mean, we're oh, talking no. shit about Joyride going, you know, so far out of bounds and out left field. It kind of did with like, they're you're not really? allowed to go into your own house for weeks or months and like, but we're going to rope it off. And I felt like that was in, I felt like that fit. I, I think the government will let you like get your personal belongings from your house. If that, if a satellite true. fell in your backyard, I don't know how much I should say, but okay. True. All right. Okay. okay. All right. Very good. <laughs> so ultimately, <laughs> I'm glad you agree. Tony Shaloub is uh, plays a therapist, right? Yep. Well, he's not even a therapist. He just works at the old he's, folks' he's, home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's like a caretaker. And every chance that Jim Gaffigan gets to, like you know, pick his brain, like uh, like you would a therapist, therapist Shaloub in a very Shaloub manner, like, you know, answers this question very straightforward. He's like, not, I can't help you. I am not a therapist. <laughs> but that's as much as we could say about this movie. I, I will say, in general terms, the third act is very ambitious and. Does it stick up, to land? Up, I was about to say, up until that point, I'm like, yeah, three-star movie, yeah. enjoyable, interesting ride, doing some weird things. I really respond to the third act, yeah. and it, it, it raises a full star. How, how about me? What? How about me? How I about mean, me? How about me? Oh, are you responding to the third act? Oh, yeah. Because there's a lot of, there's a lot of father I've, and son I've stuff. I've dealt with a lot of that stuff, yeah. yeah. And yeah. It's, uh, it, it stuck the landing. I think it was a very ambitious, also very... I don't know if this is a movie that lands with everyone. You know, this is, yeah. this is a small movie for a small audience. But if you respond to it, you're, you're going to love it. I think a lot of people who just like movies and like storytelling will appreciate the the way that the story's woven knit together and yeah. where it all ends up. Right. And then you can go the, back and watch it again. Right, it was a bit of a mess. I mean, plot-wise, up until the third act, and they really did a neat, neat job of knitting it all together. Yeah, and I bet there's stuff in there that we even missed, too, speaking of puzzles and whatnot, if we were to go back and watch it again. It's, it's, a, it's the exact type of movie that I would like to bring to this program when I am substituting you know, one of the big Hollywood machines for something smaller and overlooked, and I hope that a lot of people will now watch Linoleum. Now, that said... And I do think a lot of people are going to like it. I don't think it's a niche. I think a whole lot of people mm. would like this movie. Well, you know what? A whole lot of our audience will. Yeah. This is not a, for a general population. I don't know if my mom would love it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She might like part of it. Jim Gaffigan's affable. True. She's old. My mom? Yeah. Talk. Watch your mouth. Is she not old? I, I can say it. <laughs> Come on. It's my <laughs> mom you're talking about. Sorry. She's a lovely woman. Um, Nick Eats Cake. Friend of the program. Mm -hmm. Uh, he just uh, assigned us a movie a couple weeks ago. Okay. He uh, He's coming at me hard all yeah. week. We've been going back and forth in emails, and he uh, is furious that I brought this movie to the program. Why? He despises this movie. No, he hates really? this movie. Really? Donnie Darko is his favorite, Nick Eats Cake's favorite, listener Nick Eats Cake's okay. favorite they're, movie they're, of all time. I can and see there being a very specific reason. You know, a number of times, and his concern is somebody younger who has never seen Donnie Darko will see Linoleum first. Which I get. I understand that the passion. That is a very Anderson fear. I share the passion. Right? <laughs> this is extreme. How do you think I feel about people watching Ready Player One in The Shining? I mean, come on. 
So yeah, or I, AI. Yes, I get it. I started. Oh god. But Nikki's cake continues to you'd say that like the ending is different, but the rest is almost like shot, like almost shot for shot. Donnie Darko. I don't and he brings up like true. paragraphs of of uh, points oh, and he's the geo of the So I wrote down some of the similarities. There's a fallen space object in both movies. There's the strange old woman who kind of hangs out by the side of the road. Yep. Uh, the young engaging science teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, the therapist who obviously is uh, trying to help uh, one of our characters. Uh, Halloween plays a big role yep. in this movie. And there's even a car accident on Halloween. Yeah, much like in Die Dark. And there's. I, that's a lot. I didn't recognize all of those things. It's been oh, a really? number of years. I've saw, you know, Donnie Darko three or four times. Absolutely love that movie. Uh, I remember seeing that in theaters and just dragging my feet. I don't want to see this fucking thing. And just walking out a different person. This Donnie Darko. teen movie. Life changing. Yeah. And this is not as good as Donnie Darko, right? Donnie Darko. Classic. It's really good, though. It's, Linoleum's it's, it's very good. It's not far behind. I mean, Donnie Darko is better. I'm yeah. telling Nikki's cake that you said that. He's going to be infuriated. <laughs> Donnie Darko is better. What makes this movie great, though, is the end. And it's a yeah. far... You know what? This is a much better ending. Oh, God. Am I going to say this and piss off Nick? It's a better ending than Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko's ending is a little bit of a cop. I disagree with that. Out. Really? A little bit. Oh, I disagree with that. Um, that said, yeah, th- this is the kind of movie that I feel... Okay, if you're watching this on our recommendation... Please don't email us halfway through and say, what the fuck is going on? No, no, I think there's enough to like enjoy. I know, but I'm saying the movie pays off. Oh, it it does, yeah. Don't give up on this movie. And it pays off with, for me anyways, like tears. Like I mm. was yeah, very it was, choked it up. Was, it was a little dusty. Well, I imagine you probably connected with this film on certain levels. It makes you, you know, it makes you think about the bigger picture. Like, you know, some really good movies can do. I mean, it's all just guessing right we're all just hypothesizing about like what ultimately happens and what we're all doing here and like what the human experience is like and this one i mean i'm not saying it's a ghost story level but it it tickled the same the same part of my spirit i had a little ghost story uh uh uh, feeling when watching this movie lenore yum it's interesting and it's good and you will be rewarded in my opinion if you stick with it the whole way. Goes down smooth and it's all it's a light it's, it's not like heavy I don't lifting. Think it does go down smooth, but it's not a bad thing. It's like it's a movie that engages you and you have to be thinking almost the whole time. Well, that's not that, that Joy goes down, ride goes down smooth. No, I think goes down smooth. Maybe we have different like I'm never like oh, I don't want to watch this next part or oh geez, what are they doing here? Oh, okay. It's like I'm no, engaged sense, yeah. and it's also like light kind of light and fluffy. Like, you know, Jim oh, Gaffigan keeps everything. Jim Gaffigan keeps everything right. kind of like, you know, not too intense or dramatic. Right? Yeah. Like, I would say Donnie Darko is much more tense. Oh, sure. That's a dark movie. Yeah. Darko movie. This is not a dark movie. It's yeah. a light movie. All right. It's also got a few more laughs than Donnie Darko, too. Like, that, this is more of a comedy, I guess I would yeah. say. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. This is like, uh, what is it? Uh, it's like it's like Derek Brito. Well, that's terrible. Oh, it's not bad. <laughs> you, see what I'm you see what I'm doing? Bobby Brito. Hey. Not bad. That's what linoleum will forever be referred to as Bobby Brito. All right. Not bad. All right. Uh, let's, uh, let's wrap this one around. I don't mind that. Sorry, uh, Andrew Martin, for uh, uh, smirching. Nick Eats Gag. We got oh, shit. I don't know why. It was a tough I week. got too many listeners. I got so many, uh, a, lot of, a lot of angry people. Poor Andrew's like, what the hell, what did I do? No, oh, Andrew got a earful Catching today. Strays. Andrew goes what way happened? back. He was my uh, uh, first ever like official PA on a uh, on a feature film because I've only shot the one. And he was like, I've always, I said it numerous times. He was the hardest working guy on that set, and we all busted our ass on groupers. And that's how I met Andrews. He was a PA on the film, and he's 
he's got his own movie uh, podcast and he's in front of the show and uh, I was alerted to the fact that he was saying not so nice things. We'll leave it at that. And uh, it was, turned out it was a misunderstanding. I shouldn't be getting into all this uh, publicly. Well, to wrap it but up. But I called up and uh, we had a nice conversation and it was great. And I love when like there's a misunderstanding via text and then it can all be wrapped up. Because I it? really what like Andrew. What was he saying? Uh, he was talking about all the things that I've already addressed about how Mila Kunis is not from uh, Russia. She's He's from, right about that. Uh, uh, what else? Ukrainian. I forget what else. But yeah, I, I, I corrected. I apologize. Oh, Black Panther thing. He was upset with mm-hmm. that. And he sent me text. I, I still think you're right. Andrew, love you. I hope, you, I hope this didn't uh, reopen the wound. All right, we're good. All right. I hope, well I hope we're good. I hope we're good. Oh, you sound like uh, Jackie Robinson right there. That's what I was going for. I hope we're good. There you go. <laughs> I hope we're good. Think about baseball. Is you going to square up? Every batter is different. All these white people. <laughs> Thanks, Josh Butler, for assigning us head count. Hey, I might not have loved it, but I love that you're a supporter of the show and you bring us things we wouldn't normally see. Maybe that's why they signed him. They just heard him on the phone. Yeah, they thought he was white. They're like, oh, <laughs> like, fuck, we made here. a terrible mistake. <laughs> he shows up like, we're, we're going to have to call him. Uh, we're going to bring the Are you carrying his bags? <laughs> right. Mr. Mr. Ricky, we can, we can, That's we can spin this. That's a funny sketch. <laughs> That's a funny key and peel. Like looking over shoulders. Like, that that would have been a good Eddie Murphy doing his white man voice. Just, <laughs> but everyone has to know that his voice sounds like uh, yeah. that. Yeah. That takes a lot of setup. Hey, you're in the game. I, I, hey, I Avery. Short film? No, I'm saying like you could do this. could be a bit for you over there. Yeah, yeah, TikTok. could be a bit. Alright. No more on that. <laughs> Blown up. <laughs> we got a guy named Jack Robinson. <laughs> Avery's a stand-up comedian. I'm saying that he should take that bit and run with it. Work it out. Get up on stage. You can, you can use Work. that. You can have that. Thank you. I feel like he came up with it. Burning Avalanche is our featured artist. Check them out at Anderson and Brian. Speaking of AndersonandBrian.com, thank you guys. If you're listening to this uh, the day it comes out, there's still time to do your uh, your prime day shopping. Have you already done it? Thank you in advance. Appreciate you a lot. Uh, taking advantage of all the uh, cool sales that are going on on Amazon. AndersonandBrian.com is a website where you find the link to our Amazon uh, account, I guess, banner, whatever you want to call it. Uh, check that out. Use it. Doesn't cost you nothing. Anderson and Brian is the Instagram. Anderson and Brian is the TikTok. The Film Vault on Twitter. The Film Vault on Facebook. The Film Vault Podcast Ooh. on YouTube. Thank you, our Patreon listeners, for supporting the show. Uh, oh, uh, shout out to Mitch Burns because I was. Oh, excuse me. Shout out to Mitch Burns. Glad you're back, buddy. Shout out to Mike Cole because I was uh, looking up some gambling stats, and the man keeps a keeps a tight ship over there. Yeah, he's got the stats all tabulated. He keeps track of this. Yeah, who, who won last month? I won two months ago. Oh, so you're the winner. So you got to pick a movie for That's us right. all to watch, That's right? right? For the watch along. Right. All right, figure it out. I already got it. Okay, cool. Is it a short? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'll We're doing it Sunday. Sunday the twentieth. Twenty fourth. I don't know, something like that. Twenty third, Sunday, Sunday. So I should just let everyone know right now. While we still got your ear, if you're part of the Watch Along group over there on the old Patreon, we'll announce. We will it. be watching t- uh, Sunday the twenty third, uh, first Sunday ever. Yeah. Hopefully, more of you can attend than uh, in years past. Check that out, Giovanni. Thank you. In uh, years past and in months past. What Eric Kath, thank you for your help. And his antiques. I'm going to buy something from his antiques. Yeah, Brian always looks for like the hookup. He's like, so what do these cost? I'm like, look at the look at the site. No, I'm it's like, right oh, there. I'm like, what's this going to cost me? Yeah. He said it's listed for fifteen. I'll give it to you for twenty. It's not listed for fifteen. Well, it was. I don't think it is. Pretty sure it was. I think it's no. I, we'll talk later. I, uh, this is my wife's. Life. It's my wife's thing. And then she's like, ah, what do you want from me? I'm like, I don't know. All right, here we go. He can't even pay me for the work that I've done for him. I, should, I tell, really, I tell really, him that. That's a really good point. All right, here we go. I feel bad about that. Right. Hey, until next time. We do it for Van Gogh.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.